0: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press 1.
1: Popcorn talk we talk movies, hey uh hi everyone. Uh, that was a little weird, sorry, uh we've been uh, going through some some tech issues and all that, so uh, apparently we're live. We didn't get our cool mission impossible theme music Yeah,
0: the, uh, it
1: really I feel I can't do the show I'm empty I'm now. Walking off. yeah, bike. we're going uh, bye guys no, I'm sorry hey well well, welcome to meet the movie press, and I am uh mark Riley uh I am uh the editor in chief of schmosno and uh
0: Jeff Snyder, film reporter the rap.com. yes
1: you are and yes this is meet the movie press guys thank you as always for tuning in every friday at 9 a.m sorry we're late as i said we are on the live chat at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network as always rate subscribe to us on itunes we love it we keep going strong and uh how how is your week dude busy yeah hey wait i'm hearing some music now okay anyways we don't need it now zach we don't need it who cares who cares? We lost it. I don't know what's going on right it's, now. It's the end of it. I'll <laughs> yell at somebody after. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. How was your week, man? Uh,
0: it was busy. I'm, I'm exhausted. You know, coming yeah. come, uh, off the Halloween partying weekend,
1: it catches up to you. Yeah. At been, our age. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, um, yeah. Lots of lots of partying as well for me. Lots uh, of
0: AFM announcements. Yeah. Fi started up last night with By the Sea. Yeah. Uh, we, we sprinkled in, it in with some comic book news
1: and, of course, more Star Wars. More Star Wars. And more Star Star Wars and more Star Wars. So much Star Wars, yeah. Um, but first, I wanted to—I just wanted to throw an announcement out there. Just top of the show. Oh, top of the show announcement from Mark Riley, Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you've known about this. But guys, everyone who was uh, watching the live show last night, no, uh, uh, the Schmoes no Movie Hello. Show, we're taking a little bit of a break. Uh, don't worry, guys. I know people have been tagging me on Twitter. We're just going dark for a little bit. Uh, we're going to be up in a, in a few weeks once we figure out some stuff. But doesn't change anything here. We're staying uh, live on Meet the Movie They presence. can't split us up, Mark. No, they can't. And I am also proud to announce that I am the managing editor at GeekNation.com. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So, guys, is- I want everybody to go to at GeekNation on Twitter and uh, tag them and say awesome. Uh, or tag me as well. Uh, congratulate them. Congratulate me. I don't know. Just I'm having so much fun over there. Um, they brought me on. We're doing some wonderful stuff. Podcasts. Breaking news, all all of the above. Great. And I'm working with Claire Kramer I love, over I there. I love geeks. I love nations. Yeah, we have a great studio over there. I work next to a life-size Yoda. That's how cool Geek Nation <laughs> is. Um it's so much fun. Yeah, and I'm working with Claire Kramer. You, she was from uh Bring It On and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's all over the place. She's going to be interviewing Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. at the Rhode Island uh, Comic Con, so check that out. Go to At Geek Nation, you can get all your updates there. So, everybody, thank you so much for for uh for tuning in last night and your kind words when that dropped. I wanted to drop it here because it's Meet the Movie Press. That's right. This is this is where we drop stuff, guys. Yes, exactly. So, uh I will still be uh, running uh, schmozno.com There's still going to be the crew over there, so don't worry. That's not going away. I'll just be writing and uh, doing all my uh, great stuff over at Geek Nation. So thanks again, guys. So let's just get right to it now, yep. now that that's out of the way. Dive right in. Uh, that Star Wars trailer on the way in. Let's talk about it just for a bit because I want to bring up something Tell new me about better. it because
0: I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I saw people were already geeking out.
1: Yes. Uh, and No, Nathan Kaiser, I'm not leaving schmozno No. no. That Just so you know, that's what I said. I will be doing geeknation.com, and I will still be on the main show, Schmoes. No, I will still be here. So just so everybody knows that, not leaving Schmoes. No, at all. Um Guys, so yeah, uh, the, the trailer, this is what happened to me. I'm driving into work here, and all of a sudden, everything's going wild on Geek Nation uh, on the Twitter, and tags, and everybody's tagging me, and there was a Star Wars trailer, International. Yep, cars
0: just started pulling over left and right. To I did pull over. their phones. No, did, I did you really? No, I did. Oh I pulled over. <laughs>
1: To oh my one, to one, Who
0: am I hosting this show with? No, I
1: had to make sure that it was getting shared on all the, the networks. Oh, of course, of course. Um, because my uh, junior editor at Geek Nation uh, posted the story. I got it out there on social media and couldn't help it and watched it. And what so, new th- things did you see? There's a lot of new footage, and you know what? It's beautiful. Let's move on. That's it. I don't need to see any more. Everybody's going to see it. Are sure you sure
0: don't, we don't want to spend the whole show discussing it? <laughs> we can't did, did it convince you to buy a ticket? hmm Great. Yeah, I, re- I retroactively. You were went. on the fence before. But I was this international trailer. I was on the fence whether, whether or not to over. buy
1: five tickets, um, five different screenings. And did JJ
0: sick. just say we weren't getting a new trailer?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's the international. So there was a lot, and it's so funny. It's a. It looks like a brand new trailer. Yeah, there's a lot of new footage. It is,
0: it is a brand new trailer. <laughs> yeah.
1: But there, there's one shot in particular that I loved, and it's like Apocalypse Now. It's like a TIE fighter flying in the sunset or whatever on, on Jakku or wherever they are. It's, it's gorgeous. Uh, let me ask you. Are you speaking English right now? Yes. <laughs> Jakku is, a, is okay. a planet. It's a planet. Oh, All Jesus right. Jesus Christ. However, that's a great uh, – just a, a tag to talk about something bigger that I loved that happened yesterday. There was this force for Daniel movement. Oh, It's beautiful. Uh if you guys haven't heard Force Daniel uh Daniel Fleetwood was diagnosed with terminal cancer in July given 2 months to live some kind of rare form of cancer huge Star Wars fan his wife set up this Force for Daniel hashtag trying to get everybody to rally around maybe he can get a, a early viewing of Force Awakens mm-hmm. Mark Hamill retweets of John Boyega everybody's kind of mm-hmm. backing him up and JJ Abrams calls him the other night and says we're bringing it to you and he watched an unedited cut of force awakens pretty yesterday cool. and i mean it's, it's beautiful i, it's I think a, that's wonderful it's a great
0: thing that the studio did and that jj did for this this young man yeah I, I, I mean, but I have to ask, like you know, there's obviously a lot of Star Wars fans probably suffering from cancer out there, and yeah, you're right. You know, this this one had a campaign go viral, but like, we you know what about the next guy who maybe has I, even I, less
1: time? I, that's to a good. Live, that's a know? good question. That's a good question. Do so. they have the the rally and the support to start another campaign? Who knows? Right? Um, is this something Disney would do? I mean, you could argue it's like, oh man, you know, now Disney has to do it for everybody that's right. maybe suffering. You know, I. I don't like thinking, wrapping my head around that. This is one particular case that just was awful to see. To, to see him, you know, you know, you know you'll see him. He's 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 very sick, and it made me sad. But the beauty of it is, he got to see it. So. Yeah,
0: it, it, it was very nice, and that is the power of the internet.
1: Yeah, that's uh,
0: sometimes the internet is capable of doing good. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was funny yesterday. I saw uh, Devin Faraci offer a thousand dollars for for a review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm sure uh, this young man Daniel signed uh, a bunch of NDAs. Oh, and whatnot, I'm sure. So. I'm sure. He yeah. yeah. But but what's interesting? Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, is that the the movie is still unfinished. It's an un, unfinished copy. Yeah, uh, yeah. A friend of mine in, in the VFX community actually told me he had to turn down a job on Star Wars The Force Awakens. Really? Because so he was committed to something else, something kind of frivolous, and he was so disappointed by that. Wow. You know, he went to his to his bosses and sort of asked for the chance to, you know, can I get three weeks off to go work on Star Wars, but no. No? So he was super bummed. Oh, man. Um, that's, a, that's a bummer. It's an opportunity of a lifetime for a VFX artist, but yeah. they're going to be working on it on the film, you know, up until Thanksgiving basically.
1: No, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't sound not normal or anything. That sounds pretty yeah. par for the course, especially mm-hmm. with Star Wars. It's a big it's a big movie. Don't know if you guys have heard of it. All right, let's let's move on. There's always Star Wars talk, but I want to move on to some other news because this is Movie Press. So, uh Jeff, what what, what do you want to talk about? You were dropping some uh, some mad stuff on the on the on the rap lately. Let's start with uh, a little Marvel, a little DC. Let's you know, do it. yeah, wet, I like wet it. wet
0: people's appetites.
1: Yes, I want to uh, talk
0: about. We will start with uh, Wonder Woman. Yes, that's what I want to talk about. Um. So uh, yeah, you dropped this on Friday last week. Was it Friday? No, I think it was this week. Was it this week? Okay, right. yeah. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Monday. My Monday. sources are indicating that Nicole Kidman, yeah, Oscar winner uh amazon like and that she is six feet tall uh-huh projects a certain strength yep is definitely in negotiations um to play a high-ranking amazon warrior mm-hmm. who i personally would assume to be wonder woman's mother that's what i'm thinking but again i don't know the script i don't know any right. of that stuff right uh um good pull man and great great
1: casting all around i think it if it works out so yeah, yeah i sense. mean again
0: she has scheduling issues she is in negotiations that much is for sure true. Okay. Um uh but yeah, she she right now she's filming I think John Cameron Mitchell's How to Talk to Girls at Parties. That'll probably oh, yeah. be done by the end of the month or whatever. Right. And then uh she has to go do HBO's Big Little Lies or oh, Little yeah. Big Lies or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, she's doing that with Reese Witherspoon, she's a producer on that project. So, you know, she has a little bit of a say in scheduling, that kind of thing. Yeah. And Wonder Woman, obviously, huge movie, long shoot. She's a small part of it, right? So they can maybe fit her in. If For, it, I mean the character, she isn't in. She's not any part of it yet because there's no deal. Sure, um, but yeah, it doesn't sound like her character is like in every frame. Like maybe they could put her towards the back of the shoot. You never know, right? Right. Um, so I would love to see it work out. I'd like to. I, Look at – let's look at
1: uh, – take it away for a minute because I'm going to look something up real okay. quick. Um, well, I'll tell you this. When you dropped the, the news, we, we were covering it on Geek Nation and also on Schmo's No. And uh, I was like – I was speaking with my junior editor, Alex Welsh, and we were like, that is absolutely perfect casting. We definitely thought it was Wonder Woman's mom. That, that was kind of the speculation behind it. It just makes perfect sense. So I love this. I love that DC is going after this. Nicole Kidman It brings some prestige, in my opinion, because she Absolutely. is an Oscar winner. And, you uh, know,
0: like some – I saw some people sort of calling it the Anthony Hopkins in Thor kind of role. I That's a great comparison. I mean, when you look at her filmography and, and not really counting Nine or Australia, those obviously had – some big budgets or whatever, but th- right. that's not really what I would call a big movie. The last really big movie she did was The Golden Compass in mm-hmm. 2007. So we're talking about eight years ago. She has done so many small movies: Trespass, The Paperboy, Stoker, Railway Man, Before I Go to Sleep, Grace of Monaco of a new Werner Herzog too. movie. I mean, she could really use a big movie like this, yeah, to kind of get her back into. Pop, you know mainstream pop culture if you will yeah she she's, she really is a fabulous actress mm-hmm. um yeah she is tall there's only so many actresses who could really play gal gadot's mother if that is in fact the role
1: yeah well i think i think you're right on with that i think it's got to be
0: but you know, we you, never know but you need a a whether it's her or angelina jolie or kate blanchett somebody like that yeah um, yeah so
1: i really hope it works out Uh, I think it could be really cool. Yeah. Well, I'm all for it. I mean, you're not going to get any arguments out of me. I love Nicole Kidman uh, ever since Days of Thunder.
0: <laughs> I really like her too. I'm actually really. Looking, I love Daisy I'm Thunder looking forward too. to
1: Secret in Their Eyes. Did well, you ever yeah. see the original? No, no, no. What's We're, this again? Did, it's
0: a, you know, it was a foreign language uh, okay. crime thriller kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remake is coming out end of the month, I believe. It's her and Julia Roberts and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, that's right. So,
1: oh, sorry. Yeah, that looks amazing. The yeah, trailer I think it got looks me. really good. So, oh yeah, that, that, um, no, I really want to see that. Hopefully,
0: that'll be Nicole's you know biggest movie in a while. Good.
1: All right. Well, that's your DC. I mean, yeah, there's not much. Yeah, other that was DC. Stuff.
0: And then, and then Marvel got a pretty uh, damn good actor of its own yeah. over on Doctor Strange. They welcomed Michael, Michael Stuhlbarg. Stuhl- yeah. to the
1: fold. He's a uh, he's a great actor. Uh, I loved him in um, uh, the the Coen Brothers. How, how do you? A serious man. Serious man. Thank you. I almost called it a what I call it something man. Which that's an underrated Coen Brothers movie, in my opinion. I didn't too. love a serious man. You, you didn't love it? No, I wasn't a big fan. God, of serious I loved man. it. I don't know. He picked up. And they picked up it, what is the Torah? You're going to know better than me. And right. this guy had it. And he's like, Jesus Christ! That is pretty heavy, right? Yeah, Just yeah no, some, there's some
0: fun stuff in that movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it or anything, but uh yeah, yeah but, I didn't, I didn't love the serious man. But but for me, he's been so good in other things. Mm-hmm. He was great in Steve Jobs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Andy Hertzfeld.
1: Yep. I actually thought. He was probably my favorite performance in the film. He was good, yeah. I wish. You've seen it now. I've seen it. Okay, great. I went and saw it uh, a couple weekends ago. Oh, okay. uh, When it finally was released wide, because I live a little bit outside of Los Angeles, so don't get the, uh, Little yeah, he was just small you know,
0: Giving it back to, to Steve Jobs a little, and mm-hmm. uh, anyways, I thought he was terrific. He's really good in Trumbo as Edward G. Robinson. Oh, I do want to see the, that. Uh, you know, veteran Hollywood actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was good in Pawn Sacrifice, and then he was good in this little movie Cut Bank that came out earlier this year with Liam Hemsworth nice. and Teresa Palmer, and he played like the town weirdo. Oh, cool! Almost like unrecognizable. He's fun in Man in Black Three. I really like this guy, um, and it sounds like he's going to be playing Nicodemus Nicodemus West. I don't know. Is yeah. that it? The, the, the surgeon who does the surgery on his hands?
1: Oh, on strange his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I am not familiar at all with this with the um, source material, but I hear things coming, like the hands, the accident, the you know, the surgery on the hands, and then. Did you see all the photos? That yes, we What'd saw the photos. Um, yeah, great. Looks good. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's it's really hard to judge. Set like and yeah, they're not no. even they're well, not even professional. The movie's set gonna photos. be great. Yeah. Did you see that photo? Did you see he's wearing a beard? How I d- awesome! I
0: just liked uh, you know all these they, they were filming in Tibet right? Yeah, like, Nepal. All these yeah, t- t- Tibetans. Like sort of I, just like you know you're living that kind of existence one day and then Marvel comes into town I, right? They're like oh that uh, must be
1: so foreign and crazy to them. Yeah. Well, I love it, and you know they're going to Nepal and, and Tibet to, to film this. Obviously, I I got. You know, some of the fans are tagging me, and they're like, "He's obviously in search of the Ancient One now." And Ooh. I kind of like that idea. Tilda Swinton is doing the, the Ancient One, and he's searching for. He's like haggard looking, and looks great. I mean, it puts a little bit of an idea of what we're going to get from Doctor Strange. I've been on record saying I think it's the greatest director um, choice in a very long time for Marvel. I love Scott Derrickson.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited to see what happens with him.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be great. So that's, uh, any mar- other Marvel superhero news? Not that I can recall, Mark. Uh, yeah. Is there anything on Guardians 2 or? No, I mean, no. we, we kind of, we, we heard Palm was gonna be Mantis. Didn't write? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I think we discussed that. Yeah, last we week, already though, did. Right?
1: Yeah, we talked about that already. Um, what's interesting to me is something not superhero, not Star Wars, and it's over at Sony, and that's the girl in the spider webs. <laughs> the
0: girl in the spider's web,
1: yes. Spider's web. Yes, the spider, yeah. spider um, web, So, so
0: THR had a story about that, mm-hmm. uh, and that is... Certainly something I had been tracking uh, for the past couple of months. Because you came out – um,
1: I, I had to update my article. I did some coverage on it, and then I guess I saw your Well, yeah, I sort cause... of
0: showed you uh, yeah. where, where my information came from uh, mm-hmm. to sort of explain myself. Listen, the Alicia Vikander story that we yes. posted was super-duper early. Okay. Um, but really it was just our way of following the THR story that, number one, it looks like Rooney Marr and Daniel Craig and David Fincher won't be back. Yeah. We've kind of seen this. Which is what I had heard as well. Yeah, I've been hearing that as Um. well. Especially, you know, Rooney and Fincher seemed like a real package deal. Yeah, So she really. was only really coming back if he was going to come back. And mm-hmm. given, you know, the bad blood that sort of, you know, went down on the last movie, I don't think that was ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, THR dropped that story, and we were looking for a way to follow. And I was like, well, that lines up with everything that I've heard. And I've also heard, you know, that they're interested in Alicia Vikander, mm-hmm. who's obviously blowing up right now. Right. Um, you know, I, I think she's in the Born movie, mm-hmm. but you know the girl. The, the, I feel like the female lead in the Born movie always it's, ne- it's not it's not it's never like a real juicy meaty role. No, that she was gonna do that and Assassin's Creed. so That's like two franchises that she was gonna do. Yeah, she dropped out of Assassin's Creed. Okay, so she is in Born franchise. Maybe there is room for another franchise like Dragon Tattoo. I think she has the right look. Yeah, um, the right level of. F- Fame as well, where like people are going to start to know her in the next year. Mm-hmm. Yet they, Sony can still probably get her on the cheap. It's
1: not like they have to pay her a Jennifer Lawrence salary, right? Right, good point. And because um, and that's what I heard. And and because there was a lot of discussion coming out of of this doing this movie. One, it's based on the book that is not written by the original author.
0: Sure, right? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, well, that's it's the fourth book in the in the series. It was yeah. written after uh, Steve Larson died. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's not an, an uncommon thing. Sony is also doing it for Inferno, the Dan Brown thing. They're skipping the third book. The and Lost going, symbol, Right, yeah. exactly, and going to the fourth. Right. So in this one, they're just, you know, they're going to the most recent book since that's the book that everybody just bought. Yep. Or okay. is going to be buying or whatever. I don't know if it even came out.
1: Well, the um, the, the reason I, I bring that up is because, uh, you know, we're essentially, well, at least what THR was saying, that it's, it's, I'm not going to say reboot, <laughs> but it's it's... Kind of, the, they're starting over. Yeah, it's, it is
0: a reboot because, I mean, you know, Fincher has a very expensive vision for these kinds of things. Yep, this is this never should have been a hundred million dollar movie. Like right. Dragon Tattoo should not have cost a hundred million dollars. It's very true. It's essentially a mid nineties thriller that should have cost around sixty million. Yeah, and I think that that is what. The sequel will roughly be budgeted at. I think you're 60. right on.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot of you guys were asking. I love that this is such a popular. Uh, it is a franchise. I think it's very popular. I haven't read any books. Have you I read think the books?
0: Yeah, I. Uh, no, I actually I need have to read not. The books. My, my ex girlfriend uh, read them. Yeah. Um, so I, I dabbled. But Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's. I don't. I wonder if they're overestimating the interest in this character sometimes. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, everybody was reading these books a few years ago, but. I don't really see too many people still talking about Elizabeth Salander. I think that at least this next movie will be more populist and less dark. I yeah, mean, I don't think you're going to see as much rape in the <laughs> sequel as there was in the first film.
1: Yeah, that, there nobody go. wants
0: to spend Christmas watching
1: that. That's multiple rapes. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Um, so, yeah, I thought well, it was interesting. It makes a lot of sense, guys. Too, and there's, I mean, I know that Daniel Craig has a big paycheck, but if he, if he was going to do the sequel, then that's that's tough to do as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that budget. So we'll see. I hope it. I don't know. Do you think they'll ever go back and do um, the girl to played with fire or the girl? Well, in the that, I mean, nest that, that and, was
0: that was an interesting point that THR made. They paid like millions of dollars for right. this, this script from Steve Zalian for that's the yeah. girl who played with fire. So you know, if if Stephen Knight is going to do uh, Spider's Web, if that pans out and is a hit, yeah. maybe they'll make Playing with Fire the sequel.
1: There you go, because they're standalones, right? Are they, They're they not interconnected, like it's one story that goes through the three. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not either. Hey, guys, that's what the internet is for. Yeah, tell us in the live chat. Yeah, go to the live chat, which we are on, youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk and network.
0: Then, and then there's sort of two uh, other stories that we can kind of lead out from okay. on this dragon tattoo thing. I like it. The first is uh, the original dragon tattoo, mm-hmm. um, Numi Rapace. Yeah uh this she is, is in talks to play amy winehouse in a kind of independent biopic
1: yeah what do you think of this mark i love this yeah yeah we talked about it on the main show last night everybody's like what and i'm like oh yeah mm-hmm. i'm in uh sasha pearl raver she was on the show she was like thinking that numi was a little too old looking maybe to play amy winehouse
0: yeah and the the accent definitely worries me because she, right. she's never really been able to hide that accent
1: right yeah that's right from I'm what never... i can recall prometheus You're right. She had it. Well, maybe she was letting that accent be a part of the character in Prometheus. So I don't know. I mean, if she can do it, I hope she can do it. She actually
0: has the look. When you look at them sort of side by side, I can see how she might work. Yeah. However, Mm -hmm. who wants an Amy Winehouse biopic? I'd watch it i watch it I, listen I, the documentary came out earlier this year i heard it was really good i'm actually i do bummed. want to see the documentary it'll probably make the top 10 movie uh list of movies that i missed mm. this year um okay so, but like did she really merit a narrative biopic like that's know, a good she's... question i don't,
1: i look at it as i say yes because of kind of the life that I heard about, at least, I'm not very, very familiar, but at least the what I've heard behind the scenes, and obviously that led up to her death. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me. I always, I'm a big fan of the music biopics in general. So I'm always like, yeah, if it's done well, and if it's a great act, uh, actor or actress, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that that Amy Winehouse is really a James Brown or a Johnny Cash, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be very curious to see if this A
1: gets made, and if it does get made, if it's any good, right? We'll yeah. see. Well, I'm, yeah, we got some people in here saying I love Amy Winehouse, you know, so I think there's definitely the audience. In. And
0: you can still love her with the music. It's just like you ha- I, I, if I was, a, you know, again, if I was a studio executive, I would be wary of, of making an Amy Winehouse biopic. Yeah. And Zeno's knows at the right price, maybe.
1: Yeah. Zeno. hour on the live chat just says, just watch the doc. That's all yeah. you need. Yeah, um, that's a good point. I I can see that. And then so.
0: the other thing uh, stemming from Dragon Tattoo is is Daniel Craig and yeah. whether or not he's going to be back as Bond. I right. mean, it seems like everything that he says, he wants out. THR just ran a story uh, as we were starting this show oh. about uh, Bond producer Michael G. Wilson mm-hmm. says um, you know he thinks that he's got Daniel Craig. Okay. But he says that there's no contract. Okay. But he thinks that Daniel Craig will be back for another one. Okay. It seemed so. You, do you see Spectre by right now? I did. I've seen it. It seemed to me. I mean, guys. I, I guess we're going to be getting into a little spoilers. On yeah. The show. Let's
1: issue a spoiler alert, guys. Why don't you turn off or mute this for just? a I mean, a little I'm bit. not going. We're not going into crazy spoiler territory. No, but, no. But we can at least review it, or I mean, tell us, tell them our thoughts. Well, it just so. seemed
0: to me like Bond's story is kind of wrapped up in this
1: movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and I complete. didn't like it. I did not like that the, the, wrap up.
0: Did you like the movie?
1: The movie was fun. I, I would. I gave it a B.
0: Interesting that you use that word because I think that if there's anything that the movie is not, is uh-huh. fun.
1: Really? Oh, I, I, well, I see. Okay, when I say fun, I, I I think of the opening, uh, the opening scenes. I thought it was. I love great. the opening scene. Yeah, it didn't really. But it, it just kind of just was kind of cool. It didn't really seem to. I don't know. Well, to me, it's
0: like – remember reading all these stories about Stephanie Sigmund as a Bond girl?
1: Yes. You right. Oh, Miss yeah.
0: Bala? Yeah. She's never her two minutes. She takes a walk with a fucking guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: That, you're a Bond girl now? Pretty much. Yeah, I like, guess. She, she was, I didn't even realize it was her. She's yeah. like an extra.
1: Well, and, and the thing is, is that the, the Christoph Waltz was sorely underutilized in this movie. He was just – was yeah, not – Yeah, I agree.
0: Can't, uh, you he, know, he wasn't the best up too late. Though. Yep.
1: Well, he does the same villain. thing he is in every movie. Mm-hmm. Like
0: James, I am the master. I yeah. can't. I can't. You know what? I can't do the accent. I'm not going I to did, try.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? He's like, I just was waiting for him to pour some milk. I'm and the architect this. of all your pain, James. Yeah, it's it's. But see, it <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good actually. <laughs> I just thought, and you know what? Really, I started. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh yeah. There's a lot for me. There's a lot of issues with it just in in the execution of it. To, and to, to come from Casino Royale and, and moreover Skyfall, I mean, you know, say what you will at Quantum of Solace. But I was a little let down over it. And then I read Drew McQueenie's. Yeah, uh, I
0: was going to say, read Drew McQueenie and Devin Ferracci's reviews. Yes. They make a ton of good points. Great, Yeah. Spoilers, but I mean, I'm just tired of like these villains that come out and they're like, "Yes, everything that has happened to you in the last few movies was me."
1: It, and see, that's it. That's <laughs> what really the strings upset me. All along. And it, what really upset me is they didn't show this at all. No. They told us. They said, "I mean, literally, he monologues. He monologues. He welcome, does the,
0: welcome to the Bond franchise." Yeah,
1: he. But but in such a way that it was like The Incredibles, where they're like, "Oh, you got me monologuing." It was so. I was just like, "Oh God." It just really kind of. Le- mm. I mean, the
0: the romantic subplot with him and Leia Sedu yep. doesn't work. Nope. She's way too fucking young for this guy. Yep. But Monica Bellucci, you have one of the world's most beautiful women. Mm-hmm. She's in the movie for five minutes. Yep. yep. It's like if it had been about her and him, I think it would have been so much more interesting. That would have been fascinating. That scene actually smoldered. Mm-hmm. You know, they had some some actual chemistry. Uh huh. Oh my god, such a disappointment. The train scene was fun though with uh, Batista.
1: Yeah. Batista was he was good. He was good. Yeah. He was he was silent. <laughs> he was very quiet. He said I think one word.
0: Yeah. And then like, uh, for, Lay,
1: lay a say do I get being
0: a, a love interest for Channing Tatum and Gambit. Which okay. is still without a director. Right. But yeah, with That's with right. Daniel Craig, uh it doesn't do it. And also this guy women just like fall for he doesn't even have to be charming anymore normally he's like a nice like a cat and it's like you can't resist me yeah but like this he just stands there and like stares in a tuxedo and uh, they hop into bed with him it's not enough for me yeah he's
1: not charming no i think there was they it's like they were trying to like they've been kind of doing these movies like about him becoming bond and again go read drew mckinney's article because he makes some great points of that And it never quite lands in it for me and it never quite – I mean I think it was the closest he's been to the James Bond we know, like Double Martini, shaken Not Stirred and this woman guy and and whatever. But just everything felt – I don't know. So let's rank them. What what was the best Daniel Craig Bond movie? Casino Royale for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Freaking love Casino Royale. Yeah, I think
0: that was probably mine too. Then Skyfall. Then Skyfall. Then Spectre. I would put Spectre, and yeah. then Quantum. Yeah, that's mine. yeah, that's that's
1: my order too. I would say. Yeah, Skyfall because- and Casino are close, but they really are close. Yeah. I just think for what Casino Royale did to the franchise, like yeah. the way it kind of rebooted and and kind of, I mean, oh, it just. It just got it got me.
0: And then so. I'm I'm working on an, on an article, um, and I just want to get your opinion. So if you were Michael Wilson and Barbara Broccoli, you okay. were both people at once. Yeah. Um, where do you you know the bond rights are up with Sony, right? Oh, that's do you, right. Do you renew them there? What studio do you give them to? You're playing studio head right now. Go. Uh,
1: I would definitely take it away from Sony. I, w- why? I just think that I think they've been playing it pretty well. They they've done well with these. Casino Royale. They, they elevated the
0: franchise from what I thought was pretty campy right. Pierce Brosnan stuff to yeah. the, the franchise it is now and got it to a billion dollars where it had never been before. You're right. That's a good so, point. So why do you take it away from Sony after they did from what I think is a pretty good job with they it? They did do a pretty good job. Maybe I want to take, take that back.
1: I, you know, I heard that Warner Brothers is offering kind of some some pretty good money out mm-hmm. there to take it over. Yep. I don't know though if Warner Brothers is right for it. That's a good question. I don't know. I can't. This it's, is why I'm it's not It's going to be a good head.
0: article. I, I'd like to publish it today. We'll see if I get it done. I, you know what? Um, I so,
1: think maybe keep it at Sony. I take that back.
0: I mean, you know
1: what? It, it they, feels
0: it, like Sony's going to lose it, but I don't know if that's the producers posturing, you okay. know, like I get that Bonds a free agent. I always think of things, things in terms of sports. Um, right. Bonds right. a free agent. You got to hear what offers are out there on the market. Yeah. Uh, if I was, the, you know, if I was Tony, I'd be like, listen, I've done a good job for you. Mm-hmm. Why are you in such a rush to leave? The, Warner Brothers, you know, has is the perceived front runner because apparently Kevin Sujahara has a good relationship with Gary Barber or whatever at MGM. Right. Um, yeah, I heard something there. But happened. but yeah,
1: Warner Brothers has had a terrible year. Right. They've had a terrible year. That's true. That's um, true. Paramount
0: needs it the most. Yeah, I They need franchises. Yep. Yep. And while Paramount is not good at making movies right now, I don't they are Paramount. good at making a certain kind of movie. Yeah. And that kind of movie is the Mission Impossible movies. And Bond mm, good point. needs a little bit of fun.
1: Yeah. That, like, you, the better movie out there is Mission Impossible 5. I mean, I, I totally movie. agree. It's, but, so it's like if you
0: could sort of get the brain trust involved in that series or, or you know, involved with Bond somehow, mm-hmm. Man, that's I, a good I think that there could be something cool there.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, Paramount's a good choice if, if you um, look at Mission Impossible.
0: Universal's obviously killing it this year. Uh, I don't know if they would even need it. Donna Langley's a Brit, you know, right. it should help.
1: Well, um, I mean, the question really becomes, like, who's going to be, are they going to allow good people to work on it with with very little studio interference. I don't want some There's
0: not gonna be much I mean, again, this this franchise is is Eon's and Dan Jacks, you know, it's uh yeah. Broccoli and, and Michael Wilson. So really this is I mean, the reason that studios want Bond is essentially for market share. They're not getting rich off these Bond movies, no matter how well they do. I think Sony only made like something like fifty million dollars on Skyfall, which grows to billion dollars. Really? Wow. This is interesting to me. Okay. Yeah, this is just to help Market share and to basically have a tentpole on your slate, anchoring the slate, right. you know? Yeah, um, important. But it's not, it's not so much about the money. The other thing, to me, if I was the, you know, the Wilsons or the Broccolis, whatever, I'd want Bond to have a presence in a theme park. Mm. And that's really Ooh. Disney and Universal. And Fo- we're going to talk about Fox announcing a theme park uh, later in the show. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, Universal and Disney have these two major theme parks. How do you not have a James Bond attraction in one of them? Um, well disney just d- d-
1: doesn't make sense no no no. i disagree disagree really. completely wow okay i want to know this. disney this is my, we got just- pixar yeah marvel, marvel lucasfilm
0: if, if i'm bob iger how do you not make a play for the bond rights and you say you go to these people and you say look at what i've done with these brands
1: oh I, you give us the bond thing and now it, it's like i get that but can you have a bond in like in that disney? character in disney yeah it's, P- it's pg-13 sure yeah, but I think it's he just doesn't. He seems darker. He just seems he is, that, he is darker. But you know, there's a lot of adults who still go to Disney World. I, I would totally. If, I don't know if
0: you need Bond like with a gun like outside of, of an, an attraction. Right, but
1: that's. See, I think that's the there's the bond a way to do it that's a little bit kind of family friendly. I would have to see it to believe it. I mean, really, for me, on paper, it doesn't. It doesn't compute. Not computing. Okay. It's like it. I can see Star Wars. Yeah. And and maybe that's because I grew up with Star Tours at Disneyland. Star
0: Tours is... I mean, Star Wars is violent, though. You have people cutting off their arms. Sure. Yeah.
1: Then, like and I said... Bond, and Bond... I mean, yeah, there's a lot of shooting and stuff, but it's not, like, and, but, gory violence. But you know James Bond is, like martini drinking woman like taking women to bed i mean that just doesn't seem to be in an adult section of the park i don't know i'm just saying uh like i I I, said get get, i wonder if that will play have your presentation ready for me on monday and we'll discuss got it
0: yeah we'll (laughs) we'll see again uh, specter's on pace for like an 80 million dollar opening that's great yeah it's good but it's, again when you look at these monster franchises the Avengers and Jurassic and all and Fast and Furious these are at like 150 200 million dollar openings I know and that's it's,
1: what I read it's something the, I read something crazy that they have to make 625 million dollars to break even just to break even
0: Well sure the movie probably costs 250 300 million and, and then, then another marketing. 150 on marketing Yeah. so then you're at you know yeah 400 million and and then you know, if if you gross eight hundred million, then you make your four hundred million back because you're only keeping half.
1: Right, exactly. So you
0: say, you know, I don't know all the numbers of it all, but
1: well, Sky. What benefited Skyfall was that the word of mouth was this is the best Bond movie I think we've seen ever, and people kept going back. That's true. I went back, I twice, and uh, so I don't know if Spectre is going to do it because there's some bad word of mouth right now. I mean, that's I'm, true. I'm seeing it. So it will be interesting. And
0: people are liking the Peanuts movie. The Peanuts movie I is going to things. take a 50 or $60 million chunk yeah. out of the box office. And I know that movie is for kids, mm-hmm. but kids don't pull up uh, in their own cars. You know, the parents have to take the kids, yeah. which means the parents aren't going to see Skyfall during well, those two hours. That's true. I mean, or that's or true. 82 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's Peanuts interesting. Peanuts was over. Like I was... went to the bathroom during Peanuts. It was over. <laughs> when I got back. <laughs> it's like a pixar short um cute movie though yeah I've uh, heard good things I, and, actually and I, I got to interview paul feig i woke up early on wednesday Ooh, nice. i hate waiting waking up early this is literally the only time of the week i can wake up early yeah. for relatively yeah uh, but paul was only available at 7 a.m on wednesday and i was like i'll do it How's, so how was a, that we had a great interview it's going to be up later today on the wrap if it's not up already mm-hmm. um and yeah peanuts was cute it's definitely a kids movie. Yep. Uh, I really like the, tra- did you grow up watching it in Charlie oh, Brown and yeah. that kind
1: of stuff? Oh, yeah. I was a big Peanuts guy. I had, uh, the Snoopys I would carry around with mm-hmm. me. I had, like, the Snoopy case that you open it up and put clothes on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, the Love Christmas, yeah. like, the music. I mean, I listen every Christmas. It's classic. I play the the Christmas album music because it's jazz. It's the Peanuts theme. Nice. It's like... So yeah, it's a, it's a part of my childhood. So, and I heard last time from Christian Harloff who went and he said it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's 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 good. I like the Charlie Brown and the Peanuts gang stuff mm-hmm. a lot more than the Snoopy Woodstock stuff, which okay. to me is really kid stuff. That yeah. Like there I wasn't get it. anything really there for me when it cuts to the and it, and it really is like Here's the Charlie Brown stuff and here's the Snoopy stuff interspersed. That's,
1: that's interesting. Well, it's like kind of great pumpkin Charlie Brown. You have that little side mission with right. uh, with Snoopy who thinks he's the red fighting the Red Baron. So, so yeah.
0: So there was that. Um, but, yeah, if, if you have kids, definitely take them to see it this weekend. What else was going on
1: this week? Uh, should yeah. we talk
0: about our boy Quentin?
1: Yes, we do need to talk about this. Cause one, uh, the, the latest trailer for Hateful Eight came out yesterday. Uh, I covered it for Geek Nation and adored it. I think it just looks fantastic. It seems very classic Tarantino. But something is overshadowing that. And that's big time, big time. And that is Quentin Tarantino, uh, uh, you know, jumping into the fray, uh, about these, these cops being murderers. And where, and,
0: where do you fall on this?
1: Oh man, it's tough. You know, Yesterday, it's interesting. I was at work talking about it, and a retired cop was in the office talking mm-hmm. to me about it. And he was obviously for the cops, going, Quinn Tarantino really kind of misspoke. He doesn't know all the facts, this, this, and that. And I, so that's one side. On the other side is, look, it's freedom of speech. He can do what he wants, he can mm-hmm. say what he wants. Then I read that this, what, what, what's this faction of police officers? I have no, I can't even keep it straight. I can't either, but it's a veiled threat. Well, he'll get his. You'll see. And that, to me, is like... We all have right. something planned. We have something planned. Which is fucking crazy. That, to me, sounds awful. I mean, I'm sorry. So... Uh, when I hear that I, I'm falling on Quentin Tarantino's side I'm like you can't say that sounds scary to me Tarantino may have
0: made a dangerous generalization yes uh, by by mistake I don't think that he was just calling all cops murderers no, you know? I don't, like, I don't
1: buy it how can you I can't I can't say that nobody can say that
0: yeah th- I mean that that is obviously absurd but cops have been murdering people in this country yeah for a while now, and doing it just way too easily, and look, just th- look. There's video evidence. Yeah, like it's De- out there. Devin wrote a really good story I read about Devin's it yesterday, article. and he, uh, had Devin's the, article he had the, the videos right in it. And yep. when you look at those videos, it's hard not to say that police are, you know, crossing boundaries, and yeah, in some cases, gunning down unarmed African Americans.
1: Yeah, look, there's that North Carolina video that he put in his article, which is one of the most awful. Pieces of evidence I've seen, right. and so yeah, there is definitely something out there that needs to be done, or at least commented on, or at least discussed. Right. And,
0: it, and it's not—I just—it's crazy to me that the cops are now like sort of targeting him, and it's like why not sort of work on the problem and address that problem yeah. rather than come after this guy who, yeah, is just freedom of speech. They—they they should be defending his right. To say that, it's, not coming after him right. with these veiled threats, right? Like, what are they going to do? Walk into every showing of the Hateful Eight and be like, uh, you know, we we, we saw we thought we saw a, su- a suspect in here. Uh, we got to clear the theater. Yeah, you know, I, I could totally see that happening, or like, yeah, it's, impromptu fire uh, drill inspection uh, oh, or alarm. God, I, don't, I don't fucking
1: know, but they there are ways that they could fuck with a the theater. Yeah, I think they could. You're right. You're right. And it's so funny, but to, to go from what you're suggesting, like God, I, I mean, it's just what they said, though, that whatever spokesman says this, like, he'll, like, we have something planned or whatever, it sounded just very 1984 scary yes, to me. you it know? was. Like the thought police is like, Literally, like, okay, you said this. Yeah, now has we're he gonna... broken the law? No,
0: no. Then, then shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, this is not your business or your jur- jurisdiction. Like,
1: yeah, and and yeah, there. Zeno you know, Hour says the police unions are sounding like thugs. Um, I would tend to agree with you. I think it's it's kind of scary. It just sounds not good. And and, and to be on the other side, Quentin Tarantino said things that didn't sound good, but that's ever and. I guess you could argue the other point that the cops, if they want to say, "Look, we we're going to do something about it," well, okay, but that, that's that, their that's, right that, too. That's suggesting but, action. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it, it's a very uh, interesting controversy. Um, it is keeping Quentin's name out there. People are accusing this of being a Harvey Weinstein orchestrated publicity stunt. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's that. Yeah. Um, I think, but it, it does seem like the police are sort of playing that card too, where it's just all these. Unions who really have no business jumping into this fray yeah. are like doing it for the public relations. Like, yeah,
1: it's I don't know, it's a mess. I'll, I'll say that I don't like it. Um, I you know it doesn't actually change anything in my opinion about how Hateful many Eight. of these
0: cops are going to go see
1: this movie.
0: I'm going to laugh my ass off. A lot of them probably. All. There's no way that every cop in America
1: is just not going to go see the Hateful Eight. Well, I think if you're a cop, and I'm trying to put my feet in those shoes here, if If I was in – excuse me. If I was in their shoes, I mean I would have to look at it and look at the evidence that's coming out every day and go, yeah, there's something going on out there. I'm not that person. I'm going to uphold the law and do the things that are good and right. and right. Um, And I see his point. So there you go. That's just me, though. I don't know what it's like to be on the other end of that. I do know that God, they are doing something I can't do. They're putting their lives on the line, and I don't know what it's like if they see something and maybe it's a gun or maybe not. So yeah, but when I know that there's a man running that way with his back to me, and then I shoot him, that I, that yeah. I can't wrap my head around.
0: Aim lower, Jesus. Yeah, shoot him in the leg. Shoot him.
1: Um wow, what else is going on That down was probably there. the most political we've ever we been really did, yeah. on on dun, uh, dun, Meet dun. the movie press so, um, nope. all right, can we talk about... Uh, what do you want to discuss? Well, uh, Leo Silverman, can we talk about Shane Carruth insane cast of superstars,
0: yes, Mark? I actually have that on my list here. Great, let's talk about it. What is that? First of all, have you seen Shane Carruth's films? Uh, is this is this just me about to start monologuing? Okay, just monologue. Uh, yeah, what, what has he done? He's done two films. He did Primer, which was oh, good. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Primer, Primer's Primer. really good. He did yeah. Upstream Color, which I found to be... I haven't seen that. ...literally unwatchable. Primer is... Very good. Everyone, Upstream Color is considered a masterpiece by a lot of smart people. Okay, Upstream Color, if I remember correctly, was my worst movie of the year Ooh. when it came out. Okay, it was an indecipherable puzzle of a film. So he's doing. Primer the, walked
1: that line too. Primer sure, was definitely, sure. you know, but it was good. I like. So it, Modern
0: so. Ocean, this guy has wrangled a hell of a cast. It's like Anne Hathaway, Daniel Radcliffe, Keanu Reeves. That's right. Tom Holland and uh, the Spidey runner up, uh, Asa Butterfield, Chloe right. Moretz, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, Abraham Anna, who's amazing in Beasts of No Nation, which I'll wow. be watching on uh, Netflix now because it's available. This is So, a an incredible cast. cast. Quite a jump mm-hmm. for Shane Caruth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the budget of the film is. I mean, it's being described as an epic, like about shipping routes and stuff. The log line definitely worries me. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. It sounds. Again, I don't know what this guy's vision is, and Boris Kidd had a really interesting tweet that the script is 200 pages and full of pictures and
1: diagrams and shit. Holy crap. Really? Wow, this sounds... The
0: movie does not make sense to me on a lot, but I mean, I know Shane Carruth is not the type of filmmaker who can be reduced to a logline. Sure. Um, I would literally bet almost any listener out there $100 right now that the cast that was announced is not going to be the the cassettes in the movie. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> based guys, on the long this, <laughs> this is AFM AFM announcements are more or less bullshit. Yeah, okay. I could agree with that.
1: There's, um, yeah, that's, I mean, we're talking about this movie might not ever get made, correct? No, okay. no, no. I, I think that it's going to get
0: made. I think that uh, there's a just faction of of the independent film community that, like, you know, really supports Shane Carruth and Sure, but yeah, with yeah, that no,
1: cast, I mean, what I, I'm thinking I'm just, is with the cast, I mean.
0: How do you get all these, these schedules to line up? I mean, Tom Holland, I, we obviously know, is going to be super busy. Yeah, Anne Hathaway and Cameron Reeves are pretty fucking busy. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Daniel Radcl- Radcliffe and Chloe are, too. Right. I just, um... All franchise players I'll put it this way. There. Like, you know, I did a story, excuse me, um, about Ricky Gervais joining the cast of Blazing Samurai, yeah, Blazing which is an animated Mel, movie. Yeah, Mel Brooks, yeah. And he was on, like, an ad that was in Screen International down at AFM that a source had called me and then said, oh, you see Ricky Gervais is in the cast? Yeah. His people disputed that casting. Really? Okay, they're like, no, 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 you know, that's not a, a done deal or whatever. And it ended up working out. Right. Um, same thing with, uh, Gary Oldman and the Hitman's Bodyguard. That was a THR exclusive this week. We okay. tried to confirm that with Gary's people. They had no idea what we were talking about. They're like, we've never heard of it. Is, and this is coming... He's not doing that movie. Is we this went coming back out of AFM? Yeah. We this went back to Millennium they're like, no, 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 he's part of the cast. Okay. So, like... People's stories do not align on some of these AFM announcements where the studio's like, so-and-so's in. The reps are like, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, we've never heard of it. Whatever it is. So who knows what the hell happens with this modern ocean thing?
1: Now, I've been to AFM, and for those of you out there, it's the American film market. I actually went with my horror, independent horror movie, mm-hmm. and we actually we were able to get some distribution that went nowhere. However, that's a side point. So right. I know a little bit about this. Yeah. Um, what – in your professional opinion, why do you say most of these AFM stories are bullshit?
0: I think that they they use these celebrities – It's they use these celebrities' names to drum up
1: the sales. Okay. That makes a lot and, of sense. And it's
0: almost like the celebrity gives their permission for their name to be used okay. to sell the movie. Uh-huh. But not all these celebrities and actors wind up actually being in the movie, okay. you know, whether it's for scheduling reasons, money reasons. Maybe the sales didn't go as well. Okay. Um So, yeah, it's almost like they're just lending their celebrity to these projects to help get them off the ground. Yeah. But things are always subject to change.
1: Yeah. And, and, well, some interesting. So I saw news coming out and, like, you know, they announce a movie that's being adapted from a book I've never heard about. And they're saying it's going to be a movie. And I've never heard of the book and there's nothing – nobody attached. What is that? I mean like is that truth behind that or is that yeah, just – Yeah, I mean that
0: – again, AFM, they're trying to sell whatever they whatever they got. Okay. Um, whether it's a, a script, book options. Okay. It's just – it's a real frivolous kind of time of year. Yeah. I mean even when it's not AFM, uh, like DreamWorks is the girl on the train that's based on a huge bestseller. You know, people say it could be the next Gone Girl. Sure. Um, and again, this has nothing to do with AFM, but like the trades, we were all in such a rush because we'd heard that Chris Evans and, and Jared Leto were going to be the male leads in it. Yeah. okay. And I remember calling and I was probably like the second or third trade to call. And so once I make that call, like it triggers alarm bells. And so mm-hmm. THR put out a, a super early story okay. on Chris Evans and Jared Leto. I remember telling DreamWorks, like, I'll hold and wait for this to sort of play out. That makes out. sense. So THR throws these names out. And you know, two weeks later, they're both gone.
1: That's right. Yeah, you know, I was Justin, say.
0: Justin Theroux came in, and now uh, Luke Evans just replaced Jerry Leto. There you go. Okay, so that's, that's you funny. know, some of the stuff that you're reading about, it's like some of it is the studio's faults, uh, some of it is agency's faults, and some of it is honestly the, our our faults, the trades' faults. Well, we, we shouldn't have rushed to report that girl on the train news because it was that shaky.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting conversation it's maybe so for, for another time. it's so out there. We all feel like, well, we, we got to go. That's that's what it is. You say that you know, it kind of sounds an alarm and everybody wants to cover it and, you know, get the news out and I get it. Okay. Well, that's the AFM portion of the show. Yeah, um, but
0: there was another cool uh, AFM oh, thing. Just yeah, like no, no. Li- li- Liam Neeson's going to play Deep Throat. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I didn't play, hear that. Yeah, he's going to play Mark Felt. Oh, man, that yeah.
1: is really cool.
0: Yeah, from the director of uh, Concussion, Peter Landisman. I mean, he likes those kind of historical things. He did Parkland, the JFK Assassination right. movie. Yep. Um, it just seems like a pretty interesting story to go, you know, take you into the mind of the guy who was
1: actually leaking the Watergate yep. stuff. Yeah, that's really interesting. And... and- just to talk about concussion. Maybe we can talk about some trailers. That concussion trailer that came out yesterday yep. looks pretty damn good. I think concussion is going to be super good. Yeah. I know
0: people are, are kind of skeptical, but
1: I just, I love those type of movies. It's Especially, a great story. It's a great story. Yeah. And it's something that's actually very timely. I think it's the conversation that's is. bubbling to the surface. And it's going to, in, in my opinion, over the next year, we're going to get some pretty serious facts on, on this concussion stuff happening. So yeah, it's, is it true that the NFL does not want this movie to come out? I mean, I've heard rumblings, but that could be just conspiracy theory.
0: You know, listen, I don't think it's going to make the NFL look good, but I actually I don't think that they're against it. I think that they that the NFL does want to educate people Mm -hmm. about the dangers of playing football. And um, I I think that this is going to benefit everybody. This movie. Um, And I think Will Smith looks really good. He looks really good. We've seen uh, I saw a little bit more footage at CinemaCon back Mm -hmm. in April. Um, I think it's a potential awards you know, uh player. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm going to see it Tuesday night at AFI. Ooh, nice. So I'm looking forward to that. AFA's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see the 33, the Chilean minor movie on Monday. I couldn't Ooh. even get into that. Wow. I'm I'm going as someone else's plus one.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: Um, what else am I seeing? The Big Short. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that that should be cool. And then last night I saw By the Sea. Tell me about this. Yeah, I'm interested to know about By the Sea. It it is going... You're going to see uh, mixed to negative reviews, I would say. I was mixed on it. I actually didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the trailer
1: just was like, man, that's depressing. It
0: is like a a sort of very personal, intimate movie. It it is not Mr. and Mrs. Smith 2. It is like just, you know... I get it. (coughs) Excuse me. Disintegrations of of marriages and and whatnot, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It works, in a sense, because of their celebrity. Sure. Um, I get that. You know, just watching the two of them, knowing who they are, it's impossible to separate them Mm -hmm. from their sort of real lives. Um, So I think that that actually adds a pretty interesting element. And then in the film, um, again, no spoilers, but they're a voyeuristic couple okay there are a couple who are on the rocks and then they're at this hotel and there's another couple that is celebrating their honeymoon and so they're kind of spying on them a little and it's interesting to me the idea that basically the world's most photographed couple brad and angie sure are now turning the tables and they're the ones doing the looking Ooh, i like that um so there was some interesting stuff in there it is way too long and Mm -hmm. self-indulgent a little slow but there's just something about watching the two of them together that uh, is kind of transfixing. Okay. So. I can buy that. Don't watch it with your significant other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it'll, it'll lead said, to a divorce. Yeah, you said that often Mistrust all and all that stuff. Yeah, but, um, yeah I, I guess I won't wasn't, take... uh, it. W- it
1: wasn't as bad as you may read about today okay. from some corners. Okay. I get that. Um, well, cool. All right. Uh, how are we doing on time here? Uh, Zach, do we need to wrap it up over here? anywhere show seemed like it went by You so guys quick. got a few minutes. A few right, minutes, we'll okay. Minutes. Uh, Let's do five more minutes because we started late. Um, <sighs> what would you like to? I mean, there's a few things here. Uh, we've talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Did you know there's going to, uh, Fox is building a theme park? Yes, this is a, good, uh, yeah, I heard that. It's going to have some Avatar. It's going to have some Titanic. Yeah. Um, what else? But I think the thing that, that
0: jumped out to me, and I think Apes as well. Apes, yeah. But the, oddly enough, the one that, that's just, I, is, I'm remembering from the announcement is Predator. Oh, right. It's going to be like a Predator attraction. That sounds
1: fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Sign me up. I'm all for it. I don't know what the <laughs> go, Titanic thing go, could be, go but Fox. Predator, hell yeah. And it's got to oh, be just, Alien. Just
0: a photo op of if you you know did the, like the I'm the King of the World and there's a photo op sure, there. Sure, I'm sure you, you buy that photo for $20 when yeah. you get off that
1: ride. I, I hope we get the Titanic experience. You know, you get um, on there and what it's like to actually sing. Yeah,
0: I don't have the Fox announcement in front of me, but, uh, but yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it sounded cool and, and I think that we could always use i feel like i've gone to disney and universal so many times like i'm down for another theme park although i think this one's in dubai right or so oh, it, yeah it's something crazy So like, i'll probably never even go yeah um <laughs> right. bad santa 2 got the director of mean girls yeah great well i mean Perfect. whatever mark waters hasn't really done anything interesting love, since mean girls okay yeah
1: I, I was gonna say i love mean girls so um i actually heard i'm
0: thinking of, i should say this i mean it doesn't matter Please don't write this up as an article. You're going to get me in trouble. But, ha ha, and they again, are. they're not going in this direction. This okay. is not the direction okay. of Bad Santa 2. But I do. Uh, I was told a story this week um, where years ago they were discussing one of the ideas of Jack Nicholson coming in and being Billy Bob Thornton's dad. Okay, <laughs> that's And that's amazing. why Billy Bob is the way he is because he had this miserable wretch of a father. <laughs> and, and, you know, Billy that's Bob's... Brilliant. Like, <laughs>
1: that's brilliant. That would be
0: fun. Yeah, I, I won't go into it, but Jack, the idea of Jack Nicholson, who I'm sure is not coming out of uh, you know quasi retirement yeah. to do Bad Santa too, trust me. Yeah, I don't um, think this... it, it would have been. It would have been a really cool idea uh, back then. That's a great, the great. I know um, it makes me laugh. If you're in California, uh, you know I don't know if you've heard of the Los Feliz Murder Mansion. Have you heard of that?
1: Yes. Wait a minute. Okay, refresh my memory. I dropped I've that
0: been... on Friday afternoon, and then I actually read the story that it's actually about. Okay, uh, over the weekend. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a there's a mansion in Los Feliz okay. where, you know, reportedly this guy killed his wife with a hammer, okay. tried to kill his kids, and then killed himself. Okay. And nothing has changed from that fateful night. Okay. Um, what do you mean? Like, the house is the same. Okay. Uh, Although apparently people moved in shortly after and then experienced like a haunting and they, oh. and they fucking rushed out. So like that Christmas tree that they had was still there. The presents are still wrapped under the tree. The house, the mansion is abandoned. So vagrants use it, squatters, prostitutes take John's there. People, you know, people are doing heroin in the oh mansion. Oh my god. But like, no one goes in the living room or the dining room it's 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 actually sounds fucking creepy as hell
1: i'm scared i'd love chills. to roll i'd
0: love to roll by there i think i i may be too chicken shit but yeah should
1: we do a meet the movie press someone's developing
0: trip? a movie on that that's crazy did, did you see the
1: trailer for london is fallen yeah i did badass huh yeah lots of lots of blowing up things <laughs> yep there's a lot of explosions gerard butler has taken on all the terrorists Every single one of them.
0: It did, you know. They uh, all congregate. People in London. told me in my timeline that Olympus is Fallen was the most die hard movie since Die Hard with a Vengeance. Absolutely, um, I, I
1: actually really enjoyed Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah,
0: so did I. I. Dug it was it. definitely better than White House oh, Down. Yeah, it was much a real
1: better. pleasant surprise.
0: It was, and
1: so we get we we basically yeah, this- have this new. John McClane. This, this
0: is the bigger scale. And, and they're swapping in like Dylan McDermott for Jackie Earl Haley. There we go. Okay. Um, and I like the idea of the president it sort of being like a buddy movie a little. Yeah.
1: I, I dig that. They, and they tried to do that with yep. White House Down. And right. And it didn't, didn't work. But yeah, I liked it. Um, it looks... Pretty cool. The fact that they're all the world leaders are there. I think it's an interesting, cool take. It's like, what do you want? It's an action movie. So um, I'm yeah. all
0: for it. Michael, Winterbottom left the the Roger Ebert movie this week. Oh, uh, creative yeah. differences were cited. Oh, the dreaded uh, creative And I, and I differences. like Winterbottom, but uh, it'll be interesting to see who they
1: get for that project, which sure. is a, a mild curiosity of mine. Yeah. Um, and what else? And uh, I think just uh, – I know some people are, are, are asking me about it on here. Jurassic World as a trilogy – yeah. What, what did you think, gang? Yeah. I mean, what, what What did you think? I mean, I think it's funny that the the news is spun now that uh, the who came out at Universal saying, "Oh, uh, you know, it was a, planned as a trilogy all along. It was a it was a great surprise for us." Right. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit you have this trilogy we want a new trilogy that's what everybody Everything's wants a
0: trilogy if, if a movie's successful you can count on having a one at least one sequel
1: yeah it's not yeah. two so. my god so i look i i am on wreck i love jurassic world i thought it was so much fun in the theaters yeah okay good we're getting yep. we're getting two more I'm all for it. I'm going to watch the hell out of those movies. Um, so the
0: crow's back on track. Over supposedly over on uh, relativity. Okay, I'm going to uh, set a timer. Yeah, I reported it's, okay, it's supposed to now go. start production in March. I mean, they've locked this the director up, Corn Hardy, up with a holding deal so that he didn't go off because obviously he's getting uh, other offers. Um, And they assured him, no, 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 we're going to have the money to make it by March. Yeah. Uh, They still don't have a leading man, although Corin Hardy has indicated that he has someone in mind. Okay. Um,
1: So, yeah, we'll see. Oh, man. I'd love to see it happen. This Crow movie. This Crow movie is just like so, it seems cursed. I mean, just everybody just. Joins it and then leaves. Joins it and then leaves. So
0: yeah, it it is depressing. Again, a lot of it has to do with relativity situation. But uh, sure, they, they are expected to be stabilizing. Uh, Riz Ahmed is joining uh, the new Born movie. That was cool this That's week. Cool. I loved yeah, he's, loved
1: him in Nightcrawler. He's he, in Rogue One. Yep, he's in Rogue One. And I mean, come on, Nightcrawler. I thought he was you know he was just second to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal right. being awesome. Which by the way, you know I catch up on movies sometimes late. I finally saw Southpaw, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why it had some uh, negative reviews. I you really liked I it. I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal is now become my favorite actor.
0: I think. Well, I've, I I think he
1: is incredible. Yeah, I he, thought
0: Southpaw was okay. Yeah, you know, it was a little formulaic. Um, it was.
1: It was, but it got me nonetheless. I found myself tearing up quite a bit in that movie. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, this is awful. It was. Awful. It was
0: emotional. And and speaking of uh, boxing movies, I have heard. Great things about Creed. Yeah. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, um, but I am hearing that it could be, you know, a, a, a sly sort of, you know, Come awards contender. Really? So, yeah. Uh, well, we, we will see. We got the prestige um, Creed, behind it. Creed comes down in a couple of weeks.
1: I can't wait for that. Yeah. Otherwise, that, that that just about does it, Mark. I think that does uh do it for Meet the Movie Press, uh guys. Thanks as always for joining us in the live chat. We've been going crazy. One hour left, yeah. Uh, Warcraft uh, trailer's coming soon, guys. Um, That was cool, too, that Duncan Jones got his uh, mute movie together with Paul Rudd
0: and Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, that's great. Um, That that project sounds kind of interesting. I like the idea of Alexander Skarsgård as, like, this hulking mute. Yeah,
1: right. It's pretty Um, interesting. And, sorry, Duncan Jones' uh, source code was on the other night. Talking mm -hmm. about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal again. I mean, I love that movie. That's another good one. Forgot how great that movie was. We we couldn't uh, turn it off. It was on TV. But anyway, so, uh, guys... uh, this has been meet the movie press as always you can find me at riley around and at geek nation now GeekNation.com. and be sure and head on over to schmozno.com and check out all our great writers over there where can they find you my friend jeff snyder
0: at the insnyder on twitter uh you can find my stuff on the rap.com nice and uh yeah yeah that's it guys have a happy james bond weekend check yeah. it out.
1: go check out specter and be sure and tweet at us and we will see you next week